brothers and sisters, this is uh, Dr. Kazumba Charles. I, I want to bring you the word of God uh, today and uh, help you understand certain things that God wants you to do and to be. And the message today is, uh, why do you keep running away from God? Why do you keep running away from God? Wait a minute. I know you're going to tell me I haven't been running away from God. But let's go to the word of God and see words that, uh, you know, we find ourselves running away from that which God has called us and taking the easy road so that uh, you know we can avoid what God is calling us I believe God wants to use you at a greater level God wants to use you maybe in a, in, in, a, in an industry an entrepreneur or anything or, or, or a business a manager but God wants to use you God wants to do to do something with your life but uh, it's unfortunate that I'm even sharing this like uh, why do you care running away from God because God knows you've been running away from his presence you've been running away from his calling you've been running away from uh, that which has called you to do and today I just want to pray that you will return back to the words of God and to the deeds of God and obey his voice and do that which has called you to do here is uh, 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 the book of Jonah. We're going to look at Jonah here. And we're going to look at uh, the context of this account of Jonah. Why is Jonah running away from this calling to go to Nineveh, to go and preach to the people of Nineveh? Here is the word, verse 1. The word of the Lord came to Jonah, son of uh, Amatai. Get up, go to the great city of Nineveh, and preach against it because their wickedness has confronted me. However, Jonah got up to flee to Tashus from the Lord's presence. Now, first, right there we can stop. God calls Jonah to go and preach to the people of Nineveh against their wickedness, but Jonah is running away. Why is Jonah running away from the people of Nineveh? We got to look at the context here. The people of Nineveh, the Assyrians, were the enemies of the Jewish people. And these were the most wicked people you can ever find. Very, very wicked. And Jonah knows that. And all, all he wanted was to see them punished. Jonah wanted to see them punished. Jonah wanted God to punish these people. But God is sending Jonah to go and preach to them. To go and share the word of God to them. But Jonah is going to take an easy road and run away because he doesn't want God to forgive these people. Here we continue to read. It says, however, Jonah got up to flee to Tarshish from the Lord's presence. He went down to Joppa and found a ship going to Tarshish. He paid, he paid, he paid the man, the fee and went down on that ship. And you know the whole story. As he was on that ship there, you know, the, the, you can't run away, first of all, from the Lord's presence. You can't run away from the Lord's presence. And we see what is happening with Jonah as he's on this ship. There is a storm that comes and uh, it begins to pound that, that ship. Now look at this. 
I believe that sometimes our disobedience allows things like that to shake all everything that we do. You know, you you're doing something for God. You tr I mean, you're doing your business. You're trying to do this, and it doesn't work out. And we don't know why isn't these things uh, working out for us. I believe it. Sometimes it's uh, the disobedience. You know, we disobey the voice of God. We disobey what God wants us to do. But look at this. God wants you to thrive in everything you do. He wants to bless you. He wants to empower you. He wants you to be to, to be great at everything you do. But we got to obey His voice. And Jonah, he is running away from that, 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 that voice of God. And he's in the ship, and we know the people begin, you know, to find out what's going on here. And uh, uh, Jonah says, "Wow, I am the problem." Uh, uh, wow, Jonah, when did you know you are the problem? You know, that's the question I would ask him. But Jonah, he's running away from the presence of God, and nobody runs away from the presence of God and gets away with it. You got to understand this. You can't run away from the presence of God and get away with. It. You'll find yourself in very difficult situation. Everything you try to do will be crumbling down. Everything you touch will not work. Everything you try to, to, to you know to, to, to produce in your life will not work. Why? You can't run away from God and expect to thrive in God. You got to understand this. So Jonah shows us this account to say you can run but you can't hide from God and you can't hide from God why because God he is the supreme God he is all-powerful he is the greater God he is calling you today to respond to him so that you can do what he has called you so that his name can be glorified so Jonah here we see Jonah is running away and he is now in the fish. God has uh, just prepared this fish and Jonah is swallowed. And here is Jonah's prayer first of all in chapter 2. Uh, Jonah prayed to the Lord his God from, uh, from inside the fish. I called to the Lord in my distress and he answered me. I cried out for help in the belly of Sheol. Uh, you heard my voice. You threw me into the depth, into the heart of the sea. And the current overcame me. Oh your breakers and your billows swept over me but I said I have been banished from your side yet I will look once more toward your holy temple the waters engulfed me up to the naked and the utterly depth overcame me now Jonah is just praying here remember he is now in this fish and obviously his senses are coming back to him to say you can't run away from God but the good thing about Jonah's prayer is that he he, he, he called to the Lord he called to the Lord in his distress and the Lord answered him this tells us something it is never too late we can correct our mistakes we can correct every mistake that we've we've made and today it is that day that you you want to co correct those mistakes allow God to lead you you stop running away from that which he has called you to do Fro stop running away from uh, saving him Fro stop running away from uh, giving your life back to him stop running away from uh, you know uh, 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 doing the, the the work of the kingdom of God because if you do things will 
not go as well as you'd think and this is just about this is biblical this is biblical when we disobey God things do not go the way we would want them to go and I want you to put a stop to all those things and obey the voice of God obey God answer the calling of God respond to God and say God I will save you God I will surrender to you to save you to save your kingdom to save your interests and to do that which you have called me to do it, you 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 may not be a pastor you may not be as an evangelist as myself but saving God we save him in so many different ways and here Jonah he was just called to go and preach and he's running away look at uh, when he responded now Jonah is in the fish the Lord prepares it it spits him off the off the you know the beach and here's what happens in chapter 3 then the word of the Lord came to Jonah a second time and this is the second time I believe God is speaking to you to stop running away from that which he has called you to stop running away from saving him all to stop running away from what he has told you to do listen many people sometimes uh, they stop doing what God has called them to do because they are afraid well Jonah he's not running away because he's afraid Jonah he hates the people of Ninevite he hurts them now some of us we have the fear we don't look uh, you know we look at ourselves to say I, I don't qualify I don't have the ability to do this well it is God who empowers and look what God is gonna do through Jonah as he empowers him to go and preach the Word of God it says here then the word of the Lord came to Jonah a second time get up go to the great city of Nineveh and preach the message that I tell you so Jonah got up and went to Nineveh according to the Lord's command now now Nineveh was was an extremely large city and a three-day walk Jonah set out on, on the first day and uh, uh, of his walk in the city and proclaimed in 40 days Nineveh will be demolished the men of Nineveh believed in God they proclaimed a fast and dressed up in sackcloth from the greatest of them to the least when 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 word reached the king of Nineveh he got up from the from his throne took off his royal robe put on a sackcloth and sat in ashes then he he issued a degree in, in, in Nineveh by order of the king and his nobles no man or beast herd or flock is to taste anything at all they must not eat or drink furthermore both men and beast must be must be covered with sackcloth and everyone must call out uh, must call out earnestly to God each must turn from his evil ways and from the violence and he is doing uh, who knows God may turn uh, who knows God may turn and relent he may turn from his burning anger so that we will not perish then God saw their action that they attained from their evil ways so God relented from the from the disaster he had threatened to do to them and he did not do it now here is what happens just by Jonah uh, uh, preaching to the people of Nineveh these wicked people 
after you obeyed the second time the people repented the people changed their way the people changed their attitude they changed their evil and turned back to God and God withheld his wrath upon the people but we know as you go you continue to read the, the book of, of, of Jonah there it didn't take too long before the people failed failed back into their wickedness but the key here was Jonah obeying the voice of God the second time to go and proclaim the word of God and the people repented now look at Jonah's action because Jonah's problem wasn't to go and preach to these people the the people he was called to go and preach to were his problem they were his enemies he would have loved to see God punish them he would have loved to see God demolish them but here as they repented from uh, him preaching Jonah was upset really upset look at chapter 4 verse 1 but Jonah was greatly displeased and uh, became furious he prayed to the Lord please Lord isn't this what I said while I was still in my own country that's why I fled I fled toward Tarshish in the first place I knew that you are a merciful compassionate God and slow to become hungry rich in faithful love and one who relents from sending disaster this was the problem of Jonah. Jonah didn't want to see God forgive these people. But what lesson do we learn in this book of Jonah? We learn so much in this book and I believe you may be in the position where you know God has called you to serve him. You know God has spoken in your life and this is not the first time you are hearing God say rise up and go and proclaim my word. Rise up and go and support my work. Rise up and save my kingdom. Rise up and proclaim the name of God. This is not the first time you are hearing this. I know you've heard this because God is bringing this word to you today wherever you are watching this program program to remind you a second time will you obey will you or you will continue to run away from him listen as long as you continue to run away from God things will not work out for you why because of those God calls he predestines them he's got a destiny for them he's got a map how their lives will unfold but if you don't follow that map you begin to go outside the will of God things becomes very difficult and I understand as you're watching this program God has called you God is calling you today God is saying obey my voice the second time God is saying will you drop everything that you are you you are doing so that you can save me will you run to me and save me I know you've heard the voice of God I know you've heard the will of God proclaimed into your life and today is the day to obey that voice you can never continue to run away from the will of God here Jonah he's upset I don't know what makes you not obey the voice of God may could it be because you are scared you don't have the money or you are scared you don't have the ability or you are scared you don't have the gift 
to, to, to offer to the kingdom of God? Listen, brothers and sisters, God is the one who qualifies us to do His work. It doesn't mean, you know, you, you don't need a degree. You don't need a degree. You don't need anything. All you need is a pure heart and obedience to the voice of God to say, God, I'm going to obey you. God, I'm going to say yes to that which you have called me. And I want you to do what? To say, I want to serve you. And when you open your heart and your spirit to God, God begins now to make you fruitful. Some of the struggles we go through in life are struggles that uh, we inflict upon our lives because of disobedience. Let me give you an example. Not too long ago, we, we just moved from uh, Saskatchewan. It was one of the most difficult decisions that my wife and I could have ever made. We were thriving in the city. God was using us tremendously, opening doors for us to minister in so many different places. And the financial we were stable and it's a small city we have three kids then now we have four and we are in this city everything is going very good and here the voice of God come oh move I'm like God why am I moving I've developed for the last 12 years I've developed relationships and friends and and that this is the city that I know as my hometown why are you telling me to move I, I, I started contemplating about it, thinking about it, praying about it, seeking the will of God. And, uh, and you know one mistake I made? I started asking so many other people to say, hey, God is telling me to move. Do you know what the people said? Oh, you're going to make a mistake. You're making a mistake to go there. You're making a mistake to move. You're making a mistake to do, to do this. You know why? Because when God calls you, He doesn't send a memo to everybody. It's up to you to obey God. It's up to you to take God's word at first value. When He speaks, you take it. Yes, you need people to speak into your life. You need people to, to be around you and to say, to agree in the spirit but just because somebody doesn't agree with you in their spirit doesn't mean that God hasn't spoken to you to do something for his kingdom the mistake many people make is that we are trying to find the people to affirm and confirm that which God only spoke to you alone first because the people will confirm and affirm your gift or your calling once you, you obey and you respond and begin to walk in it. But we make a mistake to try and affirm and confirm right in the beginning. Because when God speaks to you, He doesn't send a memo to other people to know that I am calling you to do this. So stop looking to people to, 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 to get that courage for you to go. Obey the Word of God. Respond to the Word of God. And God will send the right people to encourage you. The right people to motivate you. The right people to speak in your life so that you can respond and do the will of God. You see, one thing that we did was uh, I began to ask people and friends and uh, everybody was, oh, you're going to make a mistake. Oh, you don't even know anybody there. And for real, we didn't know nobody in, in Ontario. We didn't know nobody in Ontario. We didn't have any connection, not even a church connection. But I, I looked to my wife and my wife, she was on the same page. God was telling us to move. 
and I'm looking I'm like God I'm leaving the television studio I'm leaving everything that we've been doing I don't even have the money to go and start again God said you don't need no money the money you have is me because when you have the presence of God you have God and when you have God you have everything the Bible says seek ye first the kingdom of God and all these things shall be added unto you that it means all the things all you need is to seek the first of God to believe God to seek his will to obey his will and to step out into that which has called and he will provide we stepped out and began our four days journey of driving with my kids. We didn't take nothing. We didn't take any couch. We didn't take any birds. We didn't take anything. I know, obviously, you are looking at me. You're saying, you are insane. Absolutely. You know, the call of God does not make sense. When God calls you, it doesn't make sense in the natural. But in the spiritual, it makes sense. God is calling you right now. You may be looking at your weaknesses. You may be looking looking at your, 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 the things that you are incapable of doing. But God is saying, I'm calling you. Why? I'm going to cleanse you. I'm going to wash you. I'm going to change you. I'm going to transform you. I'm going to empower you. And when I empower you, I'm beginning from, I'm, I'm starting from the beginning and bring you at the stage where you can obey and fully do the will of God in the power of God. You see, many of us will look at the resources, what we don't have and what we have. It's important, I understand, yes, but uh, sometimes when you don't have the answers, just obey God. When you don't have all the answers, just obey God. And that's what we did and we stepped out to Ontario and the rest is history. The Lord has restored our studio for the TV, for example, for ministry. And the Lord has connected us with people that are great like Dr. Julio right here on, 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 on this program. God cannot fail you. When God calls you, he can never fail you. He is a God who has never failed before. All you need is to trust him. All you need is to open up your heart. All you need is to have a willing heart. To say, God, I am willing. If I perish, I perish. And look at this. Many people refuse to step out because they are scared they're going to fail. Who has never failed in life? Uh, and again, you know, my, my, my thing is this. If I fail, I don't care because I don't do this for myself. I do this for the glory of God. I don't do this for, the, for, for my self-importance. I do this for the kingdom of God. And God cannot let you fail if you have a right mindset and the right spirit. All you want to do is to do the will of God. So whatever you're looking at right now that makes you or that shows that you, you are not qualified to serve God. You are not qualified to live for God. You are not qualified to worship God. I want to stop those lies because those are the devil's lies. You may be drunk right now. You may be going through some stuff. You may have sinned just yesterday, but I'm here to tell you today that God is interested in your life. Will you respond to him and give your life to him so that he can cleanse you, he can wash you, he can purify you and use you for something that is 
is uh, bigger than ourselves. God is interested in, uh, in, 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 in you right now. That's why I'm asking you this question. How long will you continue to run away from the presence of God? How long will you continue to, 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 to run from the will of God? How long will you have all these excuses that you can't, you can't, you can, you cannot be? God has all the power to make you who He wants you to be. You were born for a purpose. He created you for a purpose. He did not just create you as a number here on earth. He created you for a purpose and you have a bigger purpose than what you are living for. You have a bigger purpose than what you are saving. It's time for you to serve the Lord. It's time for you to return back to the Word of God and when you return back to God, as the Bible says, seek ye first the kingdom of God. God is going to restore everything in your life. Be it financially, be it you know, healthy or healthy God is going to restore all that. Today I just want you to take a moment with me. A moment and begin to think through your life. Uh, to Begin to think through the things that God has spoken in your life. Begin to look at uh, the power of God. Begin to look at uh, who God is. Don't look at your limitation. Don't look at uh, the, your failure. Don't look at uh, the things you can't do. It is God who empowers us to be all that He created us to be. And I believe He has a plan for you. I believe He has uh, things He wants you to do. Today is your day to respond to the, to the call of God. Today is your day to say, God, forgive me for running away from that which you've called me. Today is your day to say, God, I surrender. I surrender to you. I just want to live with you. I just want to walk in you. I just want you to be my God and my guide and my salvation and my way. That is what God wants and when we make that decision of obedience to God, of serving Him and doing His will, brothers and sisters, God brings all the things that we desire. Look, when we obeyed and stepped out and left the city and we, be, we have seen the tremendous grace of God, the favor of God, the blessings of God, we haven't lacked anything. Why? Because God cannot fail Himself. When God calls you, he, is call, he Himself is the one calling you. Thus, He cannot fail Himself. Will you obey the voice of God today? Will you put to a stop your running away from the presence of God? Will you put a stop your running away from the Word of God? Listen, I'm not saying you become religious. All I'm saying is open up your heart to the Spirit of God. Open up your heart to the presence of God. Tell Jesus to be the leading role in your life. Say, dear Jesus, right now I surrender once again to you. Be my guide, almighty God. Lead me, lead me, lead me, lead me. Reveal yourself to me so that I can live in you and you in me. That is the desire of Jesus Christ and you will see everything restored. God can and will not fail you. Whatever stage you are at in your life, it is time to respond to that call. 
Oh, I'm ashamed of what I've done. Who cares? We've all done stuff that when we look at it, we, we are even disgusted. But thank God for His grace. Thank God for His forgiving power. Thank God for His love. He loved us. He cleansed us. He empowered us. And today we are living for Him. The same thing can happen to you. And when you do that, you will experience tremendous blessings of God. Tremendous life from the Spirit of God. Tremendous glory of God. Respond today. Don't hold back. Say, God, use me. God, open the doors. God, lead me. And you will see God restore and bestow upon you His blessings, His life, and His joy, and His happiness. The time of running away from the presence of God is over for you in 2018. God is empowering you right now and calling you to serve Him. I just pray that you will stand strong. May God bless you. Shalom. Hey friends, this is Doc again here. Thank you for watching Kingdom Inside. I, I believe and I trust you've been empowered and impacted by the Word of God. Hey, listen, God wants to favor you and to show His mercy and grace so that you can do what He has called you to do. God does not just bless us so that we can uh, feel good or look good. He wants to bless us so that we can expand and extend His kingdom. I'm so excited as you continue to watch Kingdom Inside on all the television stations that you are watching. You may be in Africa, Europe, uh, America, or Canada. I believe God is going to do something so wonderful in your life, but you got to understand this. He is favoring you so that you can be all He has called you to be. Continue to watch Kingdom Inside. God bless you. Until then, Shalom.